Hello everyone, and welcome to another journey into the labyrinth. I hope this provides you with something to contemplate. Um, yeah, so I know this this is going to be a episode style that might not be for everyone, but I wanted to try it out and see how it flows as I speak about it. Um, but yeah, so the episode is going to be today on do you think of yourself as a rebel? You know, your path to do ends and then... This idea of rebellion, ego, conformity, loneliness, and creativity. So, and it's also kind of motivated by my dreamscape nonfiction for those that are subscribed to my bonus episodes slash also get my full content through Substack. You'll know what I am talking about. Um, but yeah, for so for my full post um, dream exploration, weird stories, uh, full audio episodes because with the with the bonus episode feed. You get the Red Book audio version as well. And if I'm helpful in, in leaving you something to contemplate, I hope you subscribe to that full letter. It's only $5 a month. So if you provide, so if I provide you with the value of a cup of coffee, coffee every month, maybe you'll give it a whirl. But it also helps me kind of keep the lights on and spend more time on this. But uh, anyway, also just thank you for your support in general. And you can also leave a review, share it. But let's enter the labyrinth. Okay, so, true rebel lives a life full of discomfort. Does it? Does he know peace? Do they know peace? That doesn't exist for the rebel. Peace? What is that? The rebel spends their life going against everything society tells them to hold true. So the rebel spends their life fighting conformity. Yet the rebel isn't innocent. Is the rebel a hero? Or is the rebel making an attempt of convincing you they are the hero? The rebel's life is full of its own contradictions, sins, and hypocrisy. As humans, we take part in one grand contradiction. But are there no heroes? The rebel spends their life trying to bring society under their will. They can only subvert the narrative of society by convincing society to follow their will. Right? So they want their rebellion to create conformity with their narrative by rebelling against the agreed-upon narrative. So the rebel lives a life opposing yet subverting. But what does this make them? A hero or an idealist with, with the means to bring their own aspirations into fruition? The true rebel gives up all they have for their fight. But at what cost? They choose not to abide by societal norms. They think that by doing so, they can undo everything society has come to be. Yet in their attempts, they are corrupting themselves, all the while commending themselves on their purity. So they fight for people while fighting themselves. Their rebellion becomes a mirror for society, and we, we all could use more reflection. The rebel has an ego of grandeur. The rebel has an unrelenting arrogance. The rebel is forever in chaos. The rebel will never know peace. So society hates its unmaskers until society embraces the mask of the unmasker. And then the cycle repeats over and over and over again. So I wonder about my own rebellion. The rebellion of, let's say, the writer or the speaker, whatever it is, right? So there's a harsh reality of being a writer, especially one that enjoys writing about narratives and the conformity we face around them. So is writing my rebellion my escape? And am I dragging you into my escape? 
And how do I avoid that trap? The trap of every word I write, every word I speak, is creating a rigid picture for you to consume, a rigid picture that wishes for you to see my path and for me to send you down one of your own. That's the conflicting narrative within my mind. But am I partially responsible for sending you down the path? Or is my ego unbound? The stroke of the ego to think that I am doing this. Hello, ego, right? So we cannot escape conformity. Even when I write, the conformity has a hand on me, wishing to pull me back down. Do not dare rebel, for you will be lonelier, so I'm told. But what about all that is found within the loneliness? But what is my choice? The words I write, the stories that surround me, they are seeds that grow into trees, and I am the sunlight feeding my own trees, right? But where, where is the sun? Where is it coming from? Is it from all over the place? Yet if I am also a seed, then how can they be grown? So the trees we grow build into the network of the trees being grown all around us. We create ourselves through the words we use and the stories we live by. The story I tell myself guides my future, and the stories I consume guide the story that I can tell myself. This same story is true for you, right? So do you still want to consume this story? Am I being vague enough while being concise? I want you to tell your own story. All this is my attempt to give you something to ponder while not forcing a persuasive narrative upon you. But can we escape the spread of our narrative? So as life is simply a stream of thoughts, memories, and moments that are woven together to allow you to hold on to a persona for yourself, you present yourself as a persona. You then present a different persona to everyone around you. And when you interact with the world, the world begins influencing that persona. You can escape, or you cannot escape, (laughs) the influence of the personas around you. So remember, even a fool can be persuasive with words, as the fool doesn't necessarily desire wisdom. When the fool speaks, they wish to pull you into their own foolery. And the line between the fool and the wise wizard is not black and white, or, but it's gray. And every fool and every wizard started their life as a rebel. Hello, rebel. But do you truly want to be a rebel? Do I want to be a rebel? We all have a role to play, right? Do do not allow me to pull you into my narrative. You already have your own, that type of thing. So one that constantly changing and always seeking something new. It's your journey. There's no safety in the stories I write. The only safety is found in the stories you tell yourself, but so is life's dangers. So what is the lens you see the world through? Am I becoming tempted by my own words? Steer your own ship and then allow others to stay alongside you. It's that idea. Yet here I am, still speaking this narrative. And who is listening? Am I attempting to guilt myself into doing something? Do we allow ourselves to fear guilt because religion has muddied its clarity? Perhaps. But I know myself enough. Or at least I tell myself that. And this is the only way I can express my inner psyche without allowing it to step over the brink of insanity. Hello, sanity. So every story has meaning behind them. But there are also stories that help us understand the meaning behind the stories of others. Each story we hold is a reflection of the world and how we see it. Every reflection we see holds a lesson. So can you help me finding, or can you help in finding meaning in my own chaos or my own chaotic existence. I said to the mirror, right? (laughs) 
So it's this idea, I think, of, of falling in love with the mystery as you cannot allow the fact that life is utterly absurd destroy us. You are not alone in the absurdity. When you come into awareness of how little you know, take comfort in knowing you are not alone in that lack of knowing. Existence is not an illusion. Your life is not an illusion. You are not an illusion. Hello, sanity. So there is no fate, only the fate that you perceive. The perception of a fate, the perception of your path. You create that. You create that perception. So finding your creative voice is about understanding the traditions from the masters of old, then breaking them. Their rules and their traditions worked for them. Fantastic. Fuck yeah. Right? I love that for them. Their traditions can help you learn. They can help you find your voice. But you must make your own traditions. Traditions, rules, and rituals are made to be broken. So find your narrative. Find the understanding in the power of your story. When that realization occurs, you're able to find your own voice in your own expression. You are then able to see how you want to shape the world in which you live in, while not being closed in by the belief that there is only one story for your existence. We are a multiplicity. So the desire for security becomes our insecurity. Only when we accept the world as an insecure place can we drop our pursu- or pursuit of certainty or pursuit of security. A little Freudian slip there. Pursuit of security, which is in a sense certainty. The desire for security becomes our insecurity. Only when we accept the world as an insecure place can we drop our pursuit of security and find true peace in insecurity. Hello, Rebel. With love, talk to you soon. Talk to you next time. Thank you for your continued support. But it's time for you to get the fuck out of my labyrinth. <laughs>